You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unreasonable Fridays. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, and with me I have Dasha Mitchell, ma'am. How are you? The sun is shining. Duran. I feel glorious. The rain has ended. Duran. We can all feel joy again. Duran. Yeah. Southern California winter has come and gone. You survived yet another one with yes. minimal loss yeah. of life. Two days of water falling out of the sky. I made it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Survived. All this, all this rain means we can breathe again. Yes. We're good. Yeah. We're good up here. I had lots of rain and it's um saved our ability to breathe here in uh central California. By the way, do you know something? Realize they call they keep calling the bay Northern California when there's right. like still another 3 or 4 hours of California north before you get to Oregon. Yeah. So it's like it we're just in be central really called like the like two thirds area. We're in Central California. We call it Northern California and ignore the actual Northern California, which is three or four, five hours of more, dr- more driving before you oh, get to yeah. another state. We're in Central California. The Bay is Central California. It's not Northern California. It's right in the middle. Right in the middle. But we call it Northern California. It's weird. It's like how we don't realize, if people in New York don't realize that upstate New York is a huge chunk of the state. It's the, it's the rest of the state, right. I believe. Yes. It's a Northern- I think even if you go east... Which, because you know, it's kind of shaped like a like a right triangle. Right. You're still in New York. Right. New <laughs> and York. that's called upstate New York, even though it's actually east. Right. Or west. Sorry, it's west of New York. It's one of the reasons why I never learned that north south. You ever you ever meet someone who's just like walking around and designates north south, east and west? Mm-hmm. I never learned that because the very the the very subway map, which is the first map you live when you live in the five boroughs, you learn the sure. subway map before you learn a proper map. And that map isn't oriented the way the state is oriented. It's it's, it's this unique no. orientation that eschews north, south, east, and west, and it's totally wrong. <laughs> so you <laughs> there's don't, no direction there's, on it whatsoever. No, and so there's no direction, and it has no and it has no proper bearing with the rest of the state. So it's just this this strange pocket universe <laughs> where you navigate through these metal tubes <laughs> that have nothing to do with you learning anywhere else in the united states it's just a specific area it's like the metric system of the, of the it's yeah, it's like the metric system of the metric system is weird we're very the metric system should be the norm though that's fine but we're I mean, on the imperial that's and we're it all that's it up. the imperial okay that's it the imperial of the imperial system that's the it. imperial of the imperial system yes. where like everything is based off of like the size of king george's foot or something right. like it's <laughs> It's it's totally nonsensical. Nothing's broken up into ten equal pieces. Right. <laughs> Everyone like weighs pounds, which is what is that? <laughs> it's a bunch of ounces. Which what are those? Right. And the thing about it is, we were trained this, but at some point, like when you think about it, you're like, who started this shit? Colonizers. But they're peak colonizing. They like recolonize it. They're like, well, we have you know the metric system but we're americans now so i we need to come up with a new way to to kick these slaves around i've got it feet (laughs) inches this is perfect yards (laughs) 
I just realized with me, you, 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 you memorize this stuff, but it's just like in the grand scheme of the globe, it's total nonsense. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, and the thing is we had an opportunity to change. I believe like back in the seventies, right. they were changing the, uh, um, the speed limit, right. I believe to 60 miles an hour, which is a, which is a hundred kilometers an hour. So it would have been very easy because they were changing all the signs anyway to switch to metric. And people raised holy hell. It suddenly became like a, a vast, it was probably a Negro conspiracy by, I mean, it was the 70s, I don't know. But people lost their minds, did not want to have anything to do with the metric system. They're like, what are we, Canada? <laughs> it's America. And just um, kept this ridiculous system for no good reason other than they don't like foreigners. That's it. <laughs> we really want, we should have a whole show that's just about this. I know people want to hear all about how I the mean, history of the system of units. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When you really <laughs> think about how ridiculous it is, and then we leaned into it, we created our own ridiculous system to separate ourselves from the, like, it's more poignant now as we are doing ridiculous things to separate ourselves. We've always done it, but now we have a president who totally believes in it wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah. So now we, we're, we're doing it uh, in fast forward, and it's just... So, yeah, I actually wouldn't mind taking a moment to figure out <laughs> how we frame it with our own unit of measurement, our own specific nonsensical unit of measurement. I mean, feet, feet, centimeters, inches, feet, yards... What? <laughs> what? What? Why? <laughs> I mean, I guess it initially did come from from England. They were using this, right? We could. We should just a whole episode that's called the Weights and Measures Act of eighteen twenty four. Listen, I have no issue. I'm here for this. <laughs> if this is two thousand eighteen, is the time where you find out most of the things you've been taught are complete nonsense. So, why not this? Why yeah. not? Things measured in yards and the sizes of stones and the street. It just... It doesn't really make sense. We have uh, some mild, mild, light housekeeping to perform. Mild. Mild. Is it, we're just doing a little light dusting? Oh, of housekeeping. Okay. Like, a, like we're using a, the Swiffer, but we're not like... Getting the rag and getting hands and knees. We're not using that wet Swiffer. Boards. Yeah, we're not using the wet Swiffer. We're using the Dustin Swiffer. That okay, dust, cool, dust. cool, cool. Right. Um, nice, nice. We have, uh, you can, if you like what you hear, you probably have heard us in bulk. I realize people listen to the episode, people listen to this podcast in groups of four and only in groups of four. <laughs> <laughs> so you, if you like what you've been hearing, you can become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com backslash on Fridays. That is patreon.com backslash on Fridays where we've um, you can donate anywhere from a dollar a month to let us know you're listening but you have no money because no one has any money in America because awesome to yep. several million dollars yes several million dollars when I say several I don't put a cap on it whatever several means to you could be 189 you can have your own specific unit of several millions of dollars that's all it could be several you can, can be. donate an entire island right don't you just gotta send us the deed send us the island we will fill it with people who will kill visitors on site <laughs> we will never attend we will not be on this island we will have be responsible for another island 
of people who will kill to defend themselves as they've had issues with white people. We're not even going to be on that. We're going to give them the island. And we're yeah. going to be like, you guys, you guys can go ahead and kill everybody if you need to, whatever. We're, we don't even worry about us. And they're like, yeah, but you get, yeah, don't worry about it, though. It's fine. We won't be back. You have a great time. Anything. Okay, bye. That's right. Knock yourself out. You guys are good. So, anyway, I like it. I one dollar like to one island. To one island. Entire island. We will take yeah. in support of our program. All the Absolutely. money goes to the equipment, to the monthly the monthly costs of keeping the podcast up and running. It also pays for um, specifically for uh, Cuntcast hosts, AdSpace hosts, Jailery and Elise Bacon, respectively, to eat. Yeah, they need food. I do actually. I realize now, and I'm I'm comfortable with saying it now that it's been a year. Is that 2018 is the year of the scammer? A lot of people got caught scamming. Made me very uncomfortable with openly asking for money from the audience because so much scamming, so much scamming, and I'm like, I need the audience. There were several times this year where I was gonna launch into a fundraising drive that got undercut because of some scammer got exposed somewhere. Right, and it makes me very uncomfortable. This is this is a bad time to act because people, so many people are running scams on other people, and yeah, but I'm like I said, I'm I'm comfortable with it. The money goes to very the country. The money goes very directly to the hosts and upkeep of this program. Yes, one to yes. one. Yes, we will send photos of the results of your gifts, which I have done. We've we've received donations of equipment. One of which is this beautiful Yeti mic that I'm currently speaking on right now. That's right. Um, it made my move down to LA much easier because I can just plug this into my laptop and not worry about the mixer. It was very timely. Yes. That was a, very timely. That was um. I think that was big time Doug. That was big time Doug. That was big time Doug. Yeah. So um, we promise that we are not scamming. We would love to. At some point, we'd we'd love to just like like issue a. That here's where your dollars went. Right. So that y'all know that like it's really not a scam. It's going towards food. Right. Um, equipment. Um, we haven't even every all the services that we use to support this. Um are free except for google app suite oh, and so libsyn. it goes to that too and libsyn and libsyn yep it goes right. to that so if you want to be able to hear this in your ear holes the money is going to help put this in your ear holes <laughs> if you want us to be able to organize ourselves so that there's somewhat of a plan when we talk it's also paying for that so thank you to those who have donated already mm -hmm. and to the person who is holding the deed to our very own private island, I look forward to receiving that in the mail. Thanks. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> if you want to bump into us, we are on Twitter, um, twitter.com backslash yeah. on Fridays. Um, that's uh, twitter.com backslash on Fridays. And we're also on Facebook. Uh, just search Unreasonable Fridays. It is the only Unreasonable Fridays of its type. Yep. It's mm. all there. You can also hit us. You can hit me up on Twitter. Dasha takes note. I'm around. <laughs> in spurts. Sometimes I'm like off for like a week because I got kids and things. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, I have time. <laughs> Let me just go in on that. Um. So yeah. So you can find me at Dasha takes note. Takes note. Where can they find you, Aaron? Are you um, on the tweets? I am on uh, ANS Freeman. I need to tweet more, but I don't tweet enough. I work on it. I lurk. I have too many. I follow too many people. So I just wind up reading and it just sends me off on me it sends me off on yeah. spirals to it sends me off into the rabbit hole of reading however whatever needs to happen and it just 
yeah, yeah so I, just I need end to... up liking and retweeting a lot of things right so and i need to like using the black finger pointer down and saying this in all caps because <laughs> exactly. there's just a lot of people while there's a, a ton of trash on twitter and we all know this right. a ton of garbage there's also a lot of really talented people who are right. doing really funny or really insightful or really funny and insightful right. threads and links to articles that i just want to cast light on so that more people can see that learn things and hopefully help support their careers because we need more smart funny amazing people especially smart funny amazing people of color out there mm-hmm. yeah. we are a top flight professional news program of the highest order highest and with that said we do have some type of stories uh, what do we, we do, do. We do that whole the the whole discussion on Twitter being full of garbage actually leads us right into our like current events section, which is all about what's going on on the Twitters. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to talk about Twitter moments. Can we talk about Twitter moments for a minute? Uh, sure. I just this is as a, a a personal um letter of complaint to Twitter. <laughs> I understand that Jack Dorsey isn't really hearing anything about like Nazis, abuse, trolling, um, people getting doxxed, rape threats. He's not hearing any of that. We know this already. It's long established. But maybe this will get his attention. Can we talk about how trash moments are? (laughs) I follow nothing. No one but like just loads of black people and then like NPR. (laughs) Right. And then yesterday, like the top Twitter moment, the top one of all of the Twitter moments, all the things that are happening everywhere. It's a, like a 10 year old, 20, 10. What year is this? Uh, Yeah. A 19 year old photo of Jessica Simpson with the headline, Jessica Simpson calls out Natalie Portman for comments on a 1999 photo. I don't. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. I don't care. Why? What algorithm brought that to my moments? I thought this was supposed to be catered for me. Um, I don't. What is this? I have a sneaking suspicion that because Twitter, the most popular things on Twitter are for the most part dominated by black people doing things. They do not want Twitter moments to be dominated by black people doing things. I, I right, maintain that's... I maintain that they have no interest in Twitter being physically dominated because the black people make uh, black people making jokes, posting videos, posting memes, or some black person with some poignant thing or some article or some takedown or someone getting dragged, something. We are definitely fuel the medium. We do yes, but I don't think we're allowed. I don't think Twitter is allowed to in all of their infinite corporate whiteness. To own the fact that black people fuel the media. We mm. are driving this damn platform. Not allowed to talk I mean, about we, it. We've had days where like some of the more popular, like I've witnessed hella draggings. Right. Hella draggings. Where it's literally the only thing that's happening. Like it shows up in the trends. <laughs> right. Like in just the universal trends, not trends made for me, but just the trends. But not in the moments. Right. And it's not like there isn't media to go with them. Y'all come up with some gifs and some videos for some draggings that are just mwah. By the way, amazing. It's gifs. It's gifs. 
No, you see, that's the thing. There, there is a huge. There, this is a. This is like a, this is like a social flashpoint. We're gonna fight. Right, people fight over this because I used to call it gifts, and then back when I was on this being in blackness, I would get chewed out for calling it gifts. Uh-huh. The creator calls it gifs. Yep. People say it's gifts. Now, I have now been now I've been reformed again, double reformed into calling the, it gifts. Why? I'm just saying is a whole thing. There is a there is a constant undercurrent of tension in all points all corners of society even more than race relations and gender relations <laughs> it's a great the great gif gif debate right of the 21st century. if you ever want to ruin your marriage if you ever want to get into a fist fight <laughs> with your closest friend if you just want to put your take your life into your own hands you tell the wrong person that it's pronounced gifs or you tell the wrong person that it's pronounced gifs and then we and then society breaks down into like season 10 of the walking dead almost immediately where no there's no more food there's only battle and walkers and everyone's fighting each other with spears and staplers and whatever they can get their hands on i'm just letting you know i'm not going to fight you over it but i'm letting you know that a fight might come out of it one day it might come out of it right now from this exchange in this podcast where people are going to be like it's gifts and then someone to be like it's gifts and then someone's going to post the article from the creator of gifts and this, and then society will collapse into violence like we've never seen before. And I'm just warning you, so you're not startled by it. You might want to take your children and take them to a safe location <laughs> and just prepare yourself emotionally. I'm just, I'm just saying that this is going to be the key word when the zombie apocalypse happens. Like, you don't get to come on board until you. I hold up a sign that's spelled G-I-F. How do you pronounce this word? <laughs> <laughs> listen and all y'all gif niggas gotta go it's gif the it's, dude it's, said it was gif i know but he was wrong no he made it i know i understand that logic but apparently he's wrong there's a whole how is he wrong i need there's, I need, a, whole, there's uh, a whole there's a whole thing there's a whole thing about it um like i said it, i think it falls under the giant rule personally but i've also like i said i used to call it gifs until it was gifs and now it's gifs again and even though the creator's wrong and there are rules in play and I don't, I am not a professional. I'm just trying to keep myself and my family safe. So I'm just telling you that this is a thing so that you know it's kind of like wearing, it's like gang colors. If you're wearing the wrong one in the wrong part of town, shit might pop off. It might not pop off. I'm saying is you are taking your life into your own hands and to be prepared, like if you have a conceal and carry permit or whatever, you know what I mean? You might want to put that into use. You have stun fist. You might want to just have them on the ready. You know what I mean? Oh, they're always ready. I'm always ready for a good fight with the with with my hard G GIF. Right. The White House said it was hard G. Right. So White House said it was hard G. Some people say it's yeah. GIFs. It's hard. It's GIF. It's, it's, we, yeah, we, it's GIF. GIF. Uh, we're going to fight. I'm start calling it Jugal now. Wait, that sounds innocent. Don't want to do that. Never mind. <laughs> That's bad. I'm just getting super trouble. No, GIF. It's GIF. GIF. It's a. Uh, it might. It's GIF. But I don't really care. I'm not gonna fight you over it. I think it's. I think it's not. <laughs> I think it's now officially both because I just don't want the smoke. But other people do want both. the smoke forever. I think. I think it's both. Um, because like people say, I don't correct anybody. 
I just know that I'm right in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like the, that's, what the, that's, that's what they, what's important. That's what they asked the for the sniper who fired the first shot to start a battle. It's like, I don't want to, but I do think, I don't want to tell anybody how to think, but I know I'm right in my head. And then he fired the right. first shot. Yep. <laughs> I know I'm right in my that's head. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Twitter uh, moments. Okay. Twitter, Twitter moments Twitter is trash. Moments. I, I, I just want, I just needed to have like a moment of rant about how Twitter moments is trash. I don't understand. I, I honestly don't understand where these moments come from because they don't necessarily match up with the trends. And if they do, there seems to be, and I think you're right, Aaron, an explicit exclusion of all of the black shit that's happening on Twitter. You can't, you can't, um, Twitter specifically is fueled by black people, unlike most mediums that we, uh, social media that we use. This one is specifically <laughs> fueled by black people. So yeah, we, Twitter cannot acknowledge that. And it and it also it's like it got out of control. It's not like Vine where they're like, "Ooh, there's too many niggas on here from Atlanta making hilariously amazing videos." We got to shut it down. <laughs> Twitter had already gotten out of hand and we're already we're already we're already out here <laughs> on Twitter. You can't shut it down. But instead, I guess you can corrupt my moments. Like get rid of that menu option unless you you just have a, all the things that I want to see. Come on, man. Why? Yeah. Like, I've got like a story about a seal with an eel stuck up its nose. Why is this here? <laughs> there was a day where I wanted to spend just going through Twitter moments and just retweeting everything I didn't give a shit about. You know what's funny is I think that remind. This is kind of like the same. This is like the same uh, operation that like news, like the actual nightly news does because. The nightless news will act like there's no news. So they'll talk about like a seal with an eel in his nose or like right. a or like a freestyling dolphin or like, you know, somebody <laughs> with like a bicycle made out of like bo with balloon wheels or something, something truly <laughs> silly. And for half an hour and you'll be like, oh, it's a slow news day. But then you'll look at what black people are talking about. And we're talking about how we and we're talking about like how R. Kelly, for example, is overseas and still making all of his money is like the conversation about R. Kelly, for example, is really stagnant everywhere else like we're pushing it forward <laughs> through sheer strength of will here but like everywhere else he might just as famous and nobody cares so it's right. like that's a discussion and but the news is like we don't know what's happening today having trouble how about this seal with an eel in its nose guys oh my god oh my god oh my god like and did you see this carol Take this a look. is so funny and they do that in and lieu of action. Someone will have like some snide little like dad joke about it, and right. be like, "All the news in America involves people, marginalized people. All the news, and all of it. I think the fact that all the, so much of the news has so little to do with the standard American white person that they just are not allowed to go into it, and we have to hear about seals with eels, and <laughs> Jessica Simpson." commenting on a picture of natalie portman or whatever the fuck because they refuse we just they just refuse this fact and it's just right. the same thing happens in the news is happening on twitter moments and sorry y'all current events are brown now they are current they, events we, in america just, are brown I mean, at no point in the past few days in the twitter moments did i have anything anything at all for example about like amantic bradford jr that 21 year old kid who was shot in the back Right. At the mall. Right. By the police. Right. Nothing. That's American news now. But the news yeah. is so brown, we just ignore it. And 
yeah. We ignore we ignore brown skin so much that we that the news comes off sounding ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, that young man was shot left. in the back protecting people by police who thought he was trying to harm people. They just saw a black dude. They were like, let us get these shots in now while he's black and moving fast enough for us to <laughs> have some level of uh, uh, deniability. Let's do that. Yeah, let's and, do let's do it. I mean, it's just. But instead, I, you know, Jessica Simpson and Natalie Portman getting into it. <laughs> like, just like the last thing I need is Jessica Simpson, Natalie Portman beef, which it literally makes me want to just fall asleep instantly. Like there's not that's not beef. That's just like, no. fuck it, I don't care. I just right. don't care. Yeah. why is this uh, there america's i moments. can easily change the tab i understand but you know what I'm no just... it's a it's a it speaks to a bigger problem we 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 the 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 fact is at this point america has its blinders on to focus on non on, on non-brown people stuff on like just unprivileged white people stuff that it now looks ridiculous you know what i mean a yeah. black man shot in the back by police but we have to hear like that should be we Everything about that should be the focus of news. It should be in Twitter moments. It should be there. Hot takes on it should be there. Um, the news, our moments in this country are now brown. <laughs> and we yeah. don't, we, and we're having trouble sorting that out to the point where it just looks ridiculous. And we, yeah. What we're choosing, w- what we're looking over now is like history happening. And we're looking over actual U.S. history so that we can talk about SEALs and and balloon cars and clown universities and other assorted bullshit that has no relevance to anyone and it's just we look rid- america looks more ridiculous now than it ever has for this reason so it's not yep. just twitter moments but it's like there's a bigger issue news is brown just Amer- america moments news is it's brown. just it's just america moments right yeah i mean there's there's always room for certain things like the video of the two guys fighting each other with their middle fingers that turned out to be fake but no less entertaining did you see that? What? There was like a, a a video of these two white dudes in it looks like Soho in Manhattan having a a a, a nonverbal argument by just putting up their middle fingers in each other's faces repeatedly mm-hmm. and then storming off from each other while still flipping each other off. It was entirely staged. <laughs> Fine. Right. But it still is a moment of entertainment because it was so realistic. And entirely plausible. Well, there was actually a fellow who, um, you see the fellow who uh, missed his bus and then ran down the bus and then jumped in front of the bus and then like started pounding on the window and started what? punching no. the windows. And then he tore the side mirror off the bus and smashed Wait. the bus with it. Yeah, in Trash City. He, why? Because, <laughs> and, the, and the reason why the middle finger, the staged middle finger war was believable is because everyone in New York operates in a, with, and New York City is a city with a persistent low-grade anxiety attack, which is why other things you hear about in New York are always like these weird, strange interactions that these, um, these anxiety attack actions where someone all of a sudden might start yelling at the other person on the train or even like, um, yeah, that type of stuff like that. So it's the same premise where someone missed their bus, which I imagine in missing your bus in Trash City is the worst feeling in the world. So sure. that person's had enough of their shit, ran down the bus at the next red light, started beating up and tearing apart the bus because he missed his Aww. bus. I get it. I get it. That's real. That was not staged. That actually happened. Yeah. It's believable. It's one of the reasons why I left that place forever. 
it's yeah it's just too much but yeah i just i think that like the the news twitter needs to get get more black stuff in there maybe there should just be black twitter moments i kind of have that in my tweet deck right i have like the right. list of people that i follow right. and i just want to resort to that but like it just it just makes me angry <laughs> i just want the twitter moments to be blacker that's all that's all just you know what it is it's not and and thing about it is when you talk to the wrong person they'll tell you that it's like pandering or whatever or it's or it's disingenuous it's like no the actual what's governing what's pushing american culture forward is brown it, it's it's brown people it's black people it's one of the reasons why america has in turn become powerfully racist <laughs> in certain corners and in certain ways because it's doubling down on itself as it's getting the most pushback in a long time <laughs> So maybe 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 I should just start reporting all these moments. <laughs> <laughs> Abuse and harassment. <laughs> you should be able to report things for just in exclusion. Uh, but then all Twitter would just shut down because the white folks who feel excluded from black Twitter and our secret hashtags. Anyway, that's enough about Twitter moments. They racist. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> um Next up on Twitter, did you see the cover of The Hollywood Reporter I, and what they did to Viola Davis? I mean, that hate crime? That complete hate crime. So Ira Madison, who uh, has a wonderful podcast called Keep It. I know we're not supposed to advertise it on other networks, but Why I not? do enjoy it a lot. Why are we not allowed to do the thing? Those people I, love, I love Keep It. I do. It keeps me, it keeps this old lady abreast. <clears throat> excuse me keeps this old lady abreast of what is going on with the youngins <laughs> with the youth mm -hmm. like oh ariana grande's album is actually really good oh man great and you know what it is like i said the things that the the the, the youth it's good to know it's i don't know why maybe it's because our because everything is digital so everything that we value is still readily available so there's yes. just a softer spot for what the youth's like even if i don't understand or connect to it I still have an easier time processing it because it doesn't come at the cost of what we like. Yes. Like the last exactly. 25 years of what we've enjoyed is still readily available via streaming. It gets rebooted. It's on everything. Yep. We can just download whatever we love from the past 25 years. So sure, we'll go ahead. Ariana Grande's album came out. Tell me more about yeah. it. That sounds yeah, great. I love it. Thank you, Next. It's a bop. I like it. <laughs> yeah. The video, I understood all those references. <laughs> I wasn't in high school at the time, no, but I still saw all those movies. So anyway, but Ira Madison tweeted out a photo of the most recent cover of the Hollywood reporter that has Viola Davis in all of her splendor. And yet somehow, so what he says is I'm still so mad about the styling and the fact that this Hollywood reporter cover looks like a pamphlet for a local church pyramid scheme. Yeah. He is right. Yes just got this blue background we should post it up on on facebook it's just like one of her earrings is flipped the wrong way it's just like the worst editorial decisions made it's not that she isn't a resplendent beautiful radiant woman we all know this right we have the receipts on how amazing viola davis is someone made an editorial decision to make this look like Scientology propaganda <laughs> and couldn't even get like flip the earrings correctly, get like a good 
like her co- even like their shot highlights aren't even right. So, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm like, God, that's a mistake. And looking at all the other photos that are included in it, that could have been much better cover photos. And wouldn't you know, right there on the cover, over off to the upper right hand side, is a little circle that says guest editor Lena Dunham. Okay, I take back what we were saying earlier about the island where we just want to like have this place where we could just like occupy. No, I think we put Lena Dunham on the island. <laughs> you put her there with Megan Kelly and they could fight forever. Like what? How? Who is still giving this woman jobs? <laughs> I can't stand that girl. I cannot stand her. I haven't been able to stand her since girls like just can't stand her. Everything she does is a performance. She's like, you know, if you're out at a birthday party or something, there's like some little girls running around and she's like, she's decided she's going to take off her clothes. She's going to throw her underpants up on the table and she's running around spanking her own butt say, look at me, look at me. That's Lena Dunham. <laughs> and we're all looking around like, where is this child's parent? Because like, I, I need someone to get this kid, just get this kid together. This kid needs to get in line. I can't do anything about it because it's a white girl and I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> But this someone get someone get this child's people. She's literally standing on the table, sticking her feet in the mac and cheese. Get this girl. That's all I see with Lena Dunham. I'm so sick of her mess. N- not to, and it would be one thing if it was just this like performance of what she thinks feminism is or something. It's the more it's more about just like she is performing white feminism, which is, I'm sorry, is the worst feminism. <laughs> like, you just, by white feminism, I mean explicitly the feminism that ignores everybody else but white women. And even more, ignores everybody else but affluent white women. I'm talking like Gwyneth Paltrow level goop white feminism. Where, like, to demonstrate your white feminism, you put a jade fucking egg in your vagina. No. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> So Lena Dunham, last year, if we all have forgotten, uh, denied uh, that denied Aurora Perno, who's a who's another actress. She's an actress of color. Denied her claims that this woman was uh, sexually assaulted mm-hmm. by, I believe, uh, the girls' writer Murray Miller. She sided with Murray. She's like, I you know I love him like a brother, and just completely denied her claims. Right. Which, as a white, that's like white feminism 101. <laughs> so she silenced this, this woman of color, never apologized for it until now in The Hollywood Reporter, where she chose the worst photo possible of a black woman and then included a too little, too late apology to Aurora that seemed mm, a bit too much about Lena Dunham and mm-hmm. less about aurora perino a bit too much about her own personal growth and not the harm that she caused Mm -hmm. someone else Mm -hmm. and then to cap it all off just the shit cherry on top of this Mm -hmm. disgusting sewage sunday this woman got up on stage at the women in entertainment event in la for the hollywood reporter Mm mm-hmm with Brittany Perino's with sorry, Aurora Perino's mother, Brittany, who's a white woman. 
wait, why? Wait, her mother agreed to be on stage with Lena Dunham. Was Aurora yeah. there? Yeah. Well, was Aurora there? No, no, she wasn't there. She wasn't so in so attendance. She sk- so she certainly that- wasn't on stage. So she skipped that woman and went right to her mother. Went right to her mama. To which I, I already have made my feelings known about Lena Dunham. I would expect nothing less from her. This is trash, and I. This is exactly what I would expect from her. Right. But Mama Parano, <laughs> what we doing? What we doing? Do you know what it would take for me to get my ass on stage and stand next to Lena Dunham to talk about forgiveness to this person after harm has, bef- has befallen my child? Like, no- nothing. That It's not going to happen. Even if Lena Dunham's like, let's do this public thing, I'd be like, you can go fuck yourself forever. <laughs> Even if Aurora is like, yeah, mom, I think it would be okay. We want to make amends. I still would be like, nah. She can stand up there by herself. Right. And make a public apology. Right. I'm not going up there with her. We're not friends. Right. It's like, I don't, I'm not too sure how you would make this decision without your daughter. And even then, I think even if Aurora co-signed it, I don't know if it's the, I just, I wouldn't want to be a part of Lena Dunham's anything. No. Given how manipulative she's been for the past, however long we've known Lena Dunham is how how long she's been manipulative. It's been a decade or so. When did we meet Lena Dunham? too long ago she's been manipulative (laughs) the whole time so it's not it's just not believable (laughs) like i don't understand what her mother is thinking there but i don't know either i so i i feel like just to to the white mothers in the world right now who have black and brown children don't do this (laughs) first first of all just do not do this but second it, I think it was put best by um, uh, there was a, a piece over at the roots um, where the, the author, um, Maisha Kai, says it's a far better apology. She's talking about the apology um, in the Hollywood Reporter that she wrote. It's a far better apology than the public, public publicity stunt pulled at Wednesday's luncheon. But as much as Dunham wants to, again, make this about her awakening this is the exact criticism and fear that women of color fighting for their rights and recognition have always had of white feminism and white women in general. So in this apology, Lena Dunham says, you know, talks about how um, she's done a lot of work and growth in trying to better herself. And the problem with why she didn't believe Aurora Perdo is that she was basically exercising her privilege to kind of close off what she called like kind of the outside world and protect like the the creative space of girls so um kai goes on to say in general in myriad ways we are shown that our safety will always be relinquished to theirs when necessary and often to that of their men what dunham doesn't seem to realize is that we black women are the outside world she's been trying so desperately to insulate herself from and we have also most often been the collateral damage in her evolution I don't think much more needs to be said about that. Right. Brittany Perrineau, like, you need to read all of the books. Stop selling your daughter out in the name of white feminism. Stop. Can we cut out, can we cut out the fence sitting? Like, real talk. Yeah. Like, just no, you don't, you don't, you can't play both sides. If someone is your, is, is, 
is a rape apologist. The initial reaction was to deny your daughter sexual assault, and that's it then. Like, no matter what yeah. happens, this person is irredeemable to me. And I always say this, that if your daughter sorts out something with Lena Dunham, you should still not like Lena Dunham forever. Yeah. No, because I'm sorry. reasonability yeah. is for the people who are one to one involved. If they want to sort yep. that out personally, that's their business. But to you, you don't have to be reasonable. Someone came for your daughter at yep. a low point. They tried yep. to kick her while she was down. And that's it. And that's literally would be your understanding of Lena Dunham forever. But I can, I just can't help. But and I don't know what's going on in Brittany Dunham's. Or Brittany, Brittany Dunham, Brittany Perrineau's world. I do not. What I do know is that there's a lack of of an awareness and understanding of what her presence as a white woman on that stage next to another white woman is basically like a representation of weaponized white womanhood against this girl, mm -hmm. this woman, mm -hmm. who happens to be the daughter of one of the women on the stage. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could write an entire dissertation only about this particular event. Mm -hmm. One of my citations would definitely be 12 Years a Slave. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, this is not this is not about just like, oh, we're all coming to like this moment of forgiveness. Yeah, we can all get there, but it doesn't need to be this public display, this spectacular display of white feminism. Right. Because you've already it's already bad when you do that. It's already abusive when you do that. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if if Aurora was like, this is totally fine because it isn't. It is not. Mm -hmm. White mothers, get yourselves together. Do not do this to your kids. <laughs> not at all. There's nothing more important. Like your white womanhood should not be preserved. It just shouldn't. The value of it has killed too many of us. When you talk about how many black people have died because of white women. Stop weaponizing your white womanhood. Moving on. We have enough time for one more thing. Damn, we barely made it into our whole like. Uh, I mean, we can we can jump around a bit, but if one. we're gonna, but <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna be doing hard hitting journalism, hard hitting. I don't think we can hit as hard. We're gonna have to bring it down to a jab. We're just gonna have to go back to jabs. Basic. All right, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> uh, George H. W. Bush is dead. That's that's. That he, he yeah he's dead now he's dead he's he's dead it took four days to declare that he died and yeah. everyone's like wringing their hands about like but he's a nice guy yeah he may have been a nice guy but he did some terrible fucking things yeah um. everybody it's already been litigated online I actually don't even want to go into that what i do want to talk about is the funeral where dan quayle and dick cheney look like they wanted to murder donald trump <laughs> Like, none of y'all white people know how to act at a funeral. Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are there. Michelle Obama, she she gave, like, a, a momentary flicker, the vaguest flicker of shade with one of her eyebrows. It was a, it, It's a sight to behold. Mm -hmm. Check the internet for it. Barack Obama smiling, just like, happy to be Barack Obama, married to Michelle Obama. And all these other white people just scowling. Including Donald Trump, of course, who can't even fold his own arms over himself. He's just like petulant child sitting in that front row. But damn, just white folks don't know how to throw shade is what I'm saying. Well, you know, when you are allowed to um, 
be violent with minimal repercussions. You tend to skip shade because shade, all, shade is born from our inability to be violent towards those that offend us as black people. We can't punch black people because then the white people come and shoot everybody. We can't punch right. white people because white people come and shoot black person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be mad walking around because then somebody comes shoot us. <laughs> so yep. it's like, and then we can't even, you know, if you're in the street and you're angry, some citizen might shoot you. So no, you, we can't do stuff. We cannot communicate our anger in really any way. Nope. So shade was born. <laughs> no. And, I, uh, and and I love I love even that Barack Obama's like uplifted chin half smile is shade. Because he just looks like a black man without a care in the world. Right. He's good. Which is that shade right in and of itself in America. You find mm. a black man who looks like he doesn't have a care in the world, white people get real angry real fast. And have been getting angry about that for a long fucking time. Just looks a little too pleased with himself. That nigger up to. <laughs> well, he's up to being former president of the United States. Right. Like funding black excellence. I don't know what he's doing. But right. <laughs> that's it. But at least the long fucking funeral is over. Mm-hmm. I hope they all had really good food. Right. I mean, um, I mean yeah. Dan Quayle and Dick Cheney probably got together over like whiskeys and uh, machine oil because I think that's all that Dick Cheney drinks because he's a robot and talked about how they can take uh, individual one down. Go for it. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that season of House of Cards. Yeah, whatever you guys. I mean, you hyper violent ass white people go forth and do that there. That's not our business. Nope. I don't know anything I about that. I don't want to know. The less I know, the better. If you guys are staring at Donald Trump and you guys, since you're, you do not have the shade muscle, you are going to go right to violence. Go for it. Yep. Um, yeah, we know we have no opinion one way or the other here at Unreasonable Fridays. Just we're acknowledging it. And that is just what, and what we're is just going to keep on moving. Right. Keep on moving. Um, real quick follow up to a story we talked about last week. Neil deGrasse Tyson is definitely still trash. <laughs> end of end of comment. That's it. He just and and the media is also trash for not believing this black woman, but believing when like these other white and light skinned folks came forward and were like, no, it's actually true. It's bad luck all around. Um, bad luck all around. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I continue to be angry with you. And he issued an apology um, was, about was, being that, accused. That and was it's not an apology. It's not an apology. And it's a script of how to be the worst kind of person ever. He basically admits to doing cr- terrible things, but then is like, I didn't know that that was terrible. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, everyone's favorite creepy fucking scientist. Nah, dude. How do you not know not to reach into somebody's dress to look for tattoos? Like, how do you not know this? The, um... Also, I'll say this is Neil deGrasse Tyson answers every question the same way. It's one of the things that we like about him. He answers everything like the scientific inquiry type way. If you ask, yeah, him he's got about, an inquiry based approach to everything. Right. If you ask him a question, he'll answer it all the same way. And it's rather amusing when he does it about like I remember when Joe Rogan asked him why does he not have a cell phone case, and he went on ten minutes about. I think he was also high as a kite, but he also went ten minutes <laughs> um, about why he doesn't have a cell phone case, and it was all Neil deGrasse Tyson, and it was you know he answers questions only as he can, but he responded 
to these accusations. Like he answers all of his other questions, which just sounds like the most condescending non-apology I have ever yep. seen. It's the most smug, condescending non-apology I've seen in a long time. And I wish he had said nothing because this is what this is because this is just the other end of it. And now I just kind of have to close the book on that whole <laughs> on this whole person who's yeah. responsible for making science popular in America over the past decade. Great. <laughs> I just I just dear. I. This is to the young men out there who are maybe just getting started in their careers. And maybe you're you're a brilliant person, someone sees a lot of promise in you. This is everyone. Black, white, gay, straight, whatever. All the people, all the men, I should say. Stop taking your dick out. <laughs> Keep your dick inside. Keep your dick inside, okay. Don't ask about your dick. Stop doing this. If you are in a professional environment, a conference or at work, in any place where people are are earning money to be around you, someone's giving them a check for you all to be in the same place together. Keep any sexual shit out of it. Keep any just power shit out of it. Power is already there. There's enough power there. You don't need to add more and just just like stop. Just stop doing this. Things that you should be asking people around you about are like, hey, do you have the thing that we talked about in the meeting earlier? <laughs> how far is Pluto from Earth? Fine. Not how far is Pluto from Earth down your dress? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. All right, I'm done talking about him. Moving I'm on. In, it's fine. Like I said, you can, it, it's, it's, a, it's bad, and we should, and it's something that we should. We're at the point now where I always hear men always ask, then when am I supposed to talk to women or touch women? Don't say anything. Don't touch them. Like, we're here now. You ruined yeah. it. It's like when the kindergarten class has no more recess and they have to close the windows. Nothing <laughs> for anyone. You've all, we've ruined it. So now you're like, well, when am I supposed to talk to women? You're not. Just That's don't. It. It's been ruined. There's no yep. more hearty adult business transaction handshakes. From here nope. on in, women nope. will let you know how they feel. They are also human. Don't all of everything you think is wrong. There you go. I've said it. <laughs> Men are always like, they didn't want to get to this point. You ruined it. We're at this point. All of your attempts to woo women are fucked up. They're all wrong. Most of them are borderline sexual assault and they make everyone feel weird. A hundred percent. Stop it. It's over. It's over. <gasps> We're done here. That's it. Don't do it. You see some woman in the street, don't say anything. Yep. Avert your at, eyes. You see a woman at the bar, look the fuck down. Yep. Let her come to you. Yep. Because we will. Or we won't. <laughs> we just... You ruined it. Doesn't matter. You're not making... Men are not making women doing any, do anything. The women who talk to you like you already. You're not as... You're, it's not working. You're not wooing anyone. There's nothing smooth about it. You're not turning anyone's heads. You're not. It's not working. It's the it's hugest scam that men pass on for other men. So it's a lie. It's a scam. It doesn't work. You're not doing no. anything. You're not. No. Nope. I swear to God, you're not. No. You're not. I'm just saying. Yeah. Stop. None. No more. That's my Stop stance. Talking. Don't look at women. Don't talk to it. Don't talk to anybody. Eyes at the ground. <laughs> Eyes on the ground. 
That's it. <laughs> I'm just imagining like all these dudes who are just like, I can't talk to anybody ever again. <laughs> Listen, that's fine. We could, the thing about it is men, they want to have the idea of having like done the thing, met the women, acquired the property, all that shit. You didn't. That's the problem. We, it is, it, it, it would be balancing if men just let things happen naturally. It's balanced. It's not, right. we, there's no, there's no issue if all of a sudden women just were the ones that met men, that that's chatted up men. It wouldn't unbalance anything. It's too skewed in favor of dudes. Yep. It is too skewed. It'd be great if we just said nothing yep. for a long I, time. So there have been, recently, there have been these like sort of like pop up campaigns you know, like a day without women. There was a protest, I believe, like last year. That was a day without women. And then there's like been moves, particularly amongst white feminist circles, about like a day of silence where like women don't say anything at all. And I'm like, I've never that's never sat right with me at all. No. Because like, first of all, black women keep getting silenced even right. when y'all talking. Right. But like, how about this? Just a just a quick little flip on that. What if we went a day without men? Just a full-on day. Ain't no men. Y'all stay away. <laughs> and I don't mean stay at home because there's women at home too. Just find a place where it's only other men there and just all flock together there for a full day. I don't care. Maybe we'll just pick a few Starbucks. They can, if they can close down Starbucks to talk about race, get close down Starbucks to keep all the men in America in the Starbucks. I like this idea. I mean, I love you, Aaron, but you know, you maybe you need to just go hang out with some dudes. And Starbucks I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the official sausage party in Starbucks and flirt with every one of those motherfuckers. I'm gonna have these long ass handshakes. I'm gonna be touching up on dudes' thighs. I'm gonna be squeezing their hips. They're gonna tell me about tattoos. I'm gonna be touching them. I don't give a fuck. We will be fighting in that fucking Starbucks. I'll be in there trying to hit on every motherfucker I see. The whole <laughs> event. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Dudes will be like, I'm married. I'll be like, I don't care. Are you happy? I'll be like, are you happy? No. Are you happy? You don't want, you don't want a friend? You don't, you, I can't, we can't be friends. Nothing. Yeah. We can't why be can't, friends. Uh, why don't you, you know what? Your, 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 your wife don't, more. your wife don't want you to have friends, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your friend. <laughs> right. I'm going to be in there. Getting on every and I just want to be able to, I just want to like walk down the street. And just do anything that I want to do, right. free of men, just for a day. Right. I want to know what that's like. That's right. I'm excited I for like all. This. I'm excited for all the dudes at the Starbucks complaining and complaining to each other, trying to complain to management. There's this dude in there not respecting my space. <laughs> like I told this nigga no, and he's still following me around the inside of the coffee house. Funny that. <laughs> Funny that. I just, I wonder, I just, I wonder what would happen. I mean, we would still have some problems. Like if it's just, we'd still, we'd still have some, uh, quite a bit of racial problems. Quite a but bit. Just, but just like, can we just like, we're, we're just going to cut off the line. Anybody who's a man identifies as a man, you get to go hang out in there. <laughs> right. Unless you would, I mean, I, I, I think that we could get into trouble with the, the trans community because it might be like, well, but. And maybe I'll just leave that to you. But all my my cis head men, I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna be hitting on you. 
Yeah, you're just going to be in there hitting hitting on each other. Yeah. I don't. I just want to see a day without men. What if we did that? Just one day. And not even like a full 24 hours. Just like a like a like 12, like the waking day. Right. See what see what happens. <laughs> I just want dudes to be trapped in a room with other dudes and their own ridiculousness. That's it. Yep. And you can yep. roam. They all can roam the streets and do cartwheels or whatever. Y'all can wear clothing because apparently women aren't allowed to wear clothing without being harassed. Mm-mm. Any clothing. Any clothing. Yeah. We can't just. Yeah. There's nothing that we can wear or not wear. Right. So you're allowed, you'd be in the street and you'd be doesn't wearing. Doesn't lead to harassment. Right. You can wear a pair of jeans and a sweater. No one will say anything. You can wear a cocktail dress. No one say anything. Yep. Nothing. That's what we need. That's what we need. I think the only thing that I could wear and not get harassed would be like a like a chicken suit. Impossible. Or or like a, a, a robot costume made out of cardboard boxes. I remember. <laughs> do you ever you ever played a game called Metroid? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Do you know the amount of porn related to the woman inside that suit before she what? revealed herself to be a cute blonde woman? The what? amount of the amount of deviant art where they because once it was revealed what? that that character is a lady many moons ago, there was but, all Samus Aaron. The amount of art where it's just like a naked body with a mask on. Oh my god! Right before the character revealed herself to be a woman in like a like a like a Tony Stark type bodysuit to interface sure. suit or whatever. Great. Yeah, just like this big gold red suit. Big it's dope. Yeah, right. So I'm saying is with that. As a precedent that the that the a, the a woman in a full on body a full on robot suit was still hypersexual because there was a woman in the suit in theory before she <laughs> revealed herself there was a woman in that suit in theory and we have porn where she is being fucked with half the suit on but lady parts hanging out. There is literally nothing that a woman can wear without being her. Nothing. You can try your robots. You can try your rubber chicken suit. As soon as someone realizes there is a woman in that suit, <laughs> and someone's going to start feverishly masturbating to the woman in the suit in theory. And that is why we can't have nice things. That is why we cannot have nice things. Is it? Is it? Is is the porn the 8-bit version or... Is it pixel art? <laughs> pixel art? Pixel art porn? porn? No. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. No. I mean, y'all could do. I mean, th- I think that that's actually probably what would happen is that everyone in the Starbucks would just have their laptops and it, just what's the what's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> you just have just dudes on their laptops the whole time. Right. Possibly watching porn. Possibly just doing work possibly trying to hide doesn't matter there's just y'all just be in there for a day and let's just see how the world works for that full day Mm -hmm. day without men all right is there anything else you'd like to add because we're we are at our hour if you'd like to uh throw anything on you're free to but yeah the um i heard this uh this is a really quick story uh they're apparently giving away houses in tokyo or uh, in the tokyo in the japanese countryside outside of tokyo Mm-hmm. for free oh because those houses are filled with ghosts as per japanese cinema absolutely so like i guess the like the population of japan is rapidly aging people are not having children so old people people are growing old 
and then they're dying and then there's no one to take their houses. There's like something like 10 million abandoned homes Jesus in the Japanese Christ. countryside. Jesus Christ. 10 million. Now, you want to give away a free house. Okay, that's cool, but I'm sorry. Does it come with a small pale child in a diaper who screams like a cat? You know what it is? I'll real I'll own my racism. Is I my first thought was I was and this is like I said, this is me being the most ignorant American possible. When I heard it, I was like, oh, because I realized that I'm conditioned to accept the fact that a a Japanese person who passes away leaves behind a ghost one to one. And I'm like, oh, that's me being in. I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, the houses are empty because of because of ghosts. And I'm just like, you know what? My bad, Japanese folks. That's on me. That's on that's on me. I own that. Being racist. Again, it's not it's not anything I'm carrying with me. I'm not saying publicly. I'm apologizing for my internalized race race. Is it time to move to Japan? Uh we gotta see how these ghosts like black folks. Yeah, yeah. Do you like black folks? So uh yeah, just an open call. Anybody who knows about any of these empty houses in Japan, first question, are there ghosts? <laughs> Second question, if there are are they okay with black people? That's all. <laughs> that's all I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's our show. Mm-hmm. We did it. We did it. Yeah, it's Friday. It's a Friday in December, too, which means you have, I'm sure, holiday parties to go to. Weird people get weird and drunk. Yep. Whether it's like winter or it's what is today, like the fifth night of Hanukkah or you're celebrating Diwali or what is it like the 17th night of Kwanzaa? <laughs> I don't know how many nights are on Kwanzaa. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're doing, it's time to go. You got to get your outfit together. Drink lots of water because you do not want to be the one who's at the party who's taking their dildo out of their purse and hitting people with it. <laughs> don't be that person. Keep your dicks to yourself. Keep your dicks, all of your dicks, every dick. Portable dicks, anatomical dicks. <laughs> Using other things as proxies for dicks, also not okay. Like, don't bring, ha ha, I have an eggplant. It's like an emoji and like use it as a dick. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I'll always remember when we had, at my last job, we had a, um a, a employment lawyer give us the spiel about like sexual harassment in the workplace <laughs> and december is their busiest time of year <laughs> because people get drunk and they don't know how to act so everybody keep your hands to yourself also know that if you harass someone at a holiday party that's off-site it's still employment harassment right if you harass somebody who is a guest of someone at the party, still harassment. Just don't do anything that you wouldn't want to show up as a headline on the New York Times or something, anything that you're doing, if you texted it to a close family member like a parent, would you be embarrassed? Don't do that thing. Yep. Yeah, that's all. It's not hard. Eat some snacks, have a cocktail, take a lift home, call right. it a day. Right. That is how you have an unreasonable Friday. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. 
We'll be back next week. And uh, the week after that will be Christmas. So we don't know. Yeah. But one more show uh, at least before at Christmas. Least. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, have a pleasant day. Bye. Enjoy what you heard? Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash unfridays and follow the network at twitter.com slash unfridays. Help us to take over the airwaves and destroy centuries of misinformation perpetuated by colonizer propaganda. Or, you know, buy us a coffee and a few video games. <laughs>